0: Welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, where we maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingit, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. Today's episode will focus on vector addition and resolving vectors into their components. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 1, Kinematics. Topic 1.1, our big idea is force interactions. When airline pilots fly their planes, they are very concerned with their heading. You may take a flight that heads due north for 100 kilometers and later takes a heading of 30 degrees counterclockwise from the east for 200 kilometers. Being able to add these vectors helps pilots know where they are located. Let's zoom in. First and foremost, you will want to have your calculator in degree mode since we will be using angle measurements. When it comes to working with vectors, we're going to either be adding vectors together and forming resultants, or we will be taking a resultant and breaking it down into x and y direction components. Let's start with vector addition. Assuming that vectors are along the same axis, we are literally going to sum positive and negative vectors to find that directions component of the resultant. To show you what I mean, let's assume you're Being a nice son or daughter, you volunteer to do the grocery shopping for your household this week. A very likely scenario, maybe.
1: There are other aspects of adolescent behavior that are annoying to parents.
0: After entering the store, you walk north for 15 meters down the cereal aisle, but quickly realize you passed your favorite cereal, and you walk south, seven meters to find it. Your north-south displacement was eight meters north, or eight meters in the positive Y direction. That would be the Y component of your displacement. Moving down the list of essential food items, you head east for 12 meters to find the milk. Then you head west for 24 meters. Your X displacement is 12 meters west, or minus 12 meters. You now have the X component of your displacement from the location you entered the grocery store. The problem is, you cannot just sum x and y direction vectors. Although we call it vector addition, we need to use the Pythagorean theorem to add components that are along different axes. So, we should find that the magnitude of your displacement from the moment you entered the store is 14.42 meters. Well, I know it sounds like we have done a lot of work to figure this out already, but it still isn't enough information to tell a friend where to find you that they're looking for you in the store. So when I walked through the doors, I walked 14.42 meters. See, it isn't descriptive enough. So we also need to tell our friend which direction to walk. We need to know an angle. In order to figure out just which angle makes sense, you should sketch the components on graph paper. I like to start with a point labeled I for initial position. And then I draw an arrow representing the X component. In this case, an arrow pointing west that is 12 units long. Picking up where you left off, use the tip of your first vector to start the tail of the Y component, which will be an arrow pointing northward and eight units long. Since that is where your friend should look for you, you should label that point with an F, indicating that it is your final position. It should be noted that when adding vectors, you should always draw the tip of one arrow touching the tail of the other. Now you can connect the point labeled I to the point labeled F with a dotted line that has an arrow pointed in the direction your friend would need to walk to find you. In this case, that direction would be westish and northish. This dotted line arrow is known as the resultant. You should see that we now have formed a triangle with a hypotenuse that is 14.42 units long. If you do the inverse tangent function of the ratio eight over 12, you will find that the angle nearest to the initial position is 33.7 degrees. And you could now tell your friend to head 14.42 meters at an angle of 33.7 degrees north of west, or clockwise from west. Some people like to standardize how they report resultant vectors, and the most common way is the angle measurement when rotating counterclockwise from the plus x axis, or east. For your grocery store motion, that would mean an angle of 146.3 degrees. Counterclockwise is considered the positive direction for rotation.
1: If you were to find yourself faced with the opportunity to hunt for buried treasure and you had the option of either A going on that treasure hunt with an experienced adventurer and access to the treasure map or 2. Winging it and just figure it out as you go. Now winging it is admittedly very exciting but the phrase I'll figure it out as I go is usually the last thing I say before getting very lost or spending hours digging through the trash for the furniture assembly instructions I said I didn't need. An experienced adventurer and access to the treasure map is probably the smartest option. Now swap out the word treasure map with study guide, adventurer with teacher, and buried treasure with educational aspirations, and I don't know where I was going with that. But what I do know is that we have study guides, virtual classrooms, and tutoring sessions available now at www.theabsoluterecap.com. Now back to the recap.
0: The beauty of learning about Vector Edition is that it. A- doesn't just work for displacements like our grocery store scenario. It works with all vectors displacements, velocities, accelerations, forces, etc. The other skill you should master is the ability to take a resultant vector and break it down into its x and y component vectors. For example, while shooting hoops with a friend, you break out a radar gun or speed gun and measure the velocity of your friend's shot. 13 meters per second. Your friend shoots the ball at an angle of 30 degrees above the horizontal. But what was the initial x velocity? What was the initial y velocity? You can answer these questions by doing a bit of the opposite of what we did earlier. We can draw an arrow representing the 13 meters per second shot at an angle of 30 degrees. From the tail of that arrow, we can draw the x component and then connect to the tip of that x component arrowhead, make a turn, and draw an arrow pointed upward to represent the Y component. This second component should close the shape and we should now have a triangle that we can solve for the X and Y legs using trigonometric functions. For the X direction, we can use cosine 30 degrees and set it equal to the ratio of adjacent X velocity over hypotenuse, 13 meters per second. You will find that the X velocity is 11.3 meters per second. In the Y direction, y. I like it. You can use the sine function to find the y-velocity to be 6.5 meters per second. This process is known as resolving a vector into its components and it is super helpful. Now, let's put it all together. Going back to the example of the pilot. Why bring that up again? We head north 100 kilometers, and then 200 kilometers at an angle of 30 degrees counterclockwise from east. This is getting complicated. Have no fear. I don't know, it looks mighty complicated. You can organize your work with a table, that consists of two columns, one for the X components and one for the Y components. The table should have three rows for each of the two vectors, V1 and V2, and then a final row for the sums of the components. For vector 1, we have an x component of 0 and a y component of plus 100 kilometers, since it moved north only. For vector 2, we would have to resolve that vector into its x and y components using trig. You will find that the x component is plus 173.2 kilometers and the y component is plus 100 kilometers. You can now sum all the x components to arrive at plus 173.2 kilometers, and sum all y components to arrive at plus 200 kilometers. Using the Pythagorean theorem, you can find the magnitude of the resultant to be 264.6 kilometers. After sketching the x and y components of the resultant, and connecting with a dotted line, you can see the right triangle that has the resultant pointed at an angle of 49.1 degrees counterclockwise from east. To recap, vectors along the same axis can literally be added. When on different axes, vectors are added with trigonometry. We use arrows to represent the magnitude and direction of vectors. We can add X and Y vector components together to form a resultant and we can break resultants into components by using trigonometric functions. Regardless of complexity, there is an organized way to keep track of vectors and to sum them. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, we will be utilizing what we have learned about kinematics and vectors to investigate projectile motion. Today's question of the day focuses on vector addition. How should the arrows representing vectors be drawn when adding to find a resultant? For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at The Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. Check out our website, theabsoluterecap.com, for episode schedules, study guides, virtual tutoring, and to sign up for our virtual classroom. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by Ryan McDowell. Thanks for subscribing, and don't forget to rate and review wherever you get podcasts. Up Now go look at the world through physics lenses. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020. Absolute Recap LLC. All rights reserved.